it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Winnick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright. And guys, it's Friday. Yeah. Week's already over. Almost. Still got a game to go tonight. Uh, but uh, let's talk about sectional championships last night in girls' hoops. First, we'll talk about the game that we had on our airwaves and our TV station, and that was number one Spring Mills here in Section 1, defeating number two Martinsburg 70-42 to to win the Section 1 championship. Back-to-back sectional championships, and they remain undefeated at 19-0, Colin. Uh, it, was a, it was really that 15-0 run after the game was tied at three. Yeah, that's the, what really just put them into cruise control, and it's what we expected even though Martinsburg started off uh, in the lead. It was kind of a rough start for Spring Mills, but you, you understood that a little bit because of the fact that they had the bye week, had some time off, so teams, even with the incredible talent they have, will come out flat for a start compared to a team who just got to play on Tuesday and are not as you know cold on their feet compared to spring mills at the first few minutes but as soon as they got that 15-0 run you could tell that um it was their game easily in hand and reagan edsel uh kyler dandridge great nights for them both with 17 points each and this team looking uh pretty solid and we expected them spring mills has 19 points for edsel and 15 for dandridge that's what they have okay so and then uh Maya Griffin with the sneaky 12 points. Corinne Edsel with five, 7 points. Olivia Boldy with 5, along with McIntyre. Uh, but it was a uh, an interesting game there to start things out because it was all Martinsburg the first couple minutes of the game. Yeah, their defensive pressure was uh, causing some trouble for Spring Mills. just seemed like it was something they didn't expect. And that that's what you want, right, when you're playing a third – or team for the third time, uh, you want to be able to give them something that they haven't seen before, try to catch them off guard to give your team a better chance, and they did that for the first few minutes. Yeah, I thought it was a, a you know good win for Spring Mills overall. Martinsburg did come out with um, some intensity, and I think that's what we expected to happen. Martinsburg would give a good battle early, but as the game went on, uh, Spring Mills, as the more talented team really started to establish themselves and uh, take over the ball game and that results in what we pretty much expected to happen but I think overall Martinsburg kept fighting they kept their uh, intensity which was good to see um, as the game went on but Spring Mills is just the more talented team and we expected them to take care of business in a sectional championship and now they're one game away from states and they need to keep it going obviously because uh, you can't afford a slip up in a regional championship game and then heading into the state tournament if you are undefeated, which is your only option at this point. Um, you know, it puts a lot of pressure on the Cardinals how they handle things when they get to Charleston. It'll be interesting to see. But uh, 
they'll take on Jefferson for that regional title. Yeah, we will uh, hear our conversation with head coach George Gosk at the end of the game right here that you heard last night on our broadcast. Once again, a Section 1 championship for your team, and it was really that 15-0 run in the beginning of the first quarter that uh, really solidified things and, and made it a big lead for your team. We, our game plan played uh, well into into our hands. We, we came out with uh, what we've done all year, our full-court press. Um, you know, our pressure disrupted them a lot. We were able to get the turnovers and the steals. And once you get in the flow with that, then it comes our offense, which I thought we moved the ball well uh, against their zone. Got a lot of open shots. We put the ball in the lane a lot, and uh, it worked out for us tonight. The effort clearly shows for your team, no matter who it is on the floor from your squad. Just talk about uh, just how much you really preach that pressure offensively and defensively in the effort at all points in the game, no matter what. Yeah, so, um, you know, there was a point in our season where we were a little stale with that pressure, and I think that's something every team goes through. Um, You know, talking to the girls, we start 0-0, 0-0 again. It's a new season. And so you got to rehash where you were at the beginning and find that that want to again, that will. Um, and, and that's what our press is. It's the will to to attack you on, on defense and the will to attack you on offense. And, and once you're able to put that into play, it, you know, hopefully it's going to be a long night for the for our opponents. And, Coach, Dandridge and Regan Edsel lead your team once again in double digits tonight along with a lot of other players getting in the scoring column. But we talked before the game, the young nucleus of your team, continues to perform every night yeah um i'm so i'm so proud of the younger kids man uh you know two seniors leading this team and then the younger kids they step up big time i mean you got sophomores a junior a senior and a a freshman starting and you can't ask better from this group the leadership all the way around um you know every team has their quarrels throughout the year but one thing i've loved about our team is every game of the season on the floor They've stayed together regardless of score, regardless of, uh, you know, the outcome of the game. We've always stayed together on the floor. One game left until a possible state tournament, that being the regional championship. And if things hold on right now, it looks like you guys will be playing against Jefferson as that one's still wrapping up. But what are you excited for between uh, Spring Mills and Jefferson? You know, uh, Jefferson is a hell of a team. They're tough. They're scrappy. Um, anytime you've got to face them, Martinsburg, in a playoff game in this situation, you know they're going to come ready for you. And it just becomes can you match, not match, but overtake their game plan and their intensity and push your will further than theirs. And that's something we did tonight. All right, Coach, congrats on the win. Go celebrate with your team. Thank you, man. Appreciate you guys. That was head coach George Gosk following the sectional championship win for the Lady Cardinals. Now back-to-back sectional championships in Section 1. And uh, talked a little about Section 2 last night. The Section 2 championship went to number 1 Washington. They defeated number 2 Jefferson 47-40. to And what was a pretty close and entertaining game from what we saw score-wise last night. Uh, but Washington clinches the Section 2 championship. That sets up the Quad A Region 2 championship matchups next Wednesday. Spring Mills will host Jefferson and Washington will host Martinsburg to see who the two teams are that are moving on to next month's state tournament in Charleston. Yeah, and uh, obviously you would favor Spring Mills in a game against Jefferson, but like Coach said, you know they're a tough team and they'll give you a good fight. Um, They were picked in the top ten 
in the AP poll, I believe, ahead of Spring Mills at the beginning of the season. So people had high expectations for this Jefferson team um, based on what they did last year. And I think at times they've lived up to those expectations and at times they haven't. Uh, but they still have some really good players on their side uh, in Brezovic and Hedrick and Taylor that we talk about all the time as being kind of their main three. Uh, they gave a good battle to Washington last night, which is what we expected, a good close game between those two teams. But it will be tough for Jefferson. Like we said yesterday, the team that lost the sanctional championship was going to run into a nearly impossible task, or so far an impossible task for anybody and that's beating Spring Mills. It hasn't happened this year, so it's it's going to be very tough for Jefferson, but I think for Spring Mills it's a good uh, matchup for them because they'll get a good challenge right before States. Um, and then the other matchup, Martinsburg versus Washington, is a real toss-up. It could go either way. I think both teams have players that can uh, play at a high level in that kind of game. I would give a slight edge to Washington because I think they're the better overall team, but Martinsburg has shown a lot of progress, a lot of fight, and an ability to get better as the season's gone on and uh, compete with pretty much anybody around here. So I think they'll give a competitive game, and it should be a real good matchup. I would take Washington based on my thoughts on the two teams and what we've seen and a little bit more star power on the Washington side. But Martinsburg's going to be right in this game, and it could go either way, I think. But I would lean toward Washington. Yeah, and that's the first ever sectional championship for Washington. They did it with such a young team this year, led by Mary Rivera. Ariana Hairston also in there as in as well. Uh, Rivera was 17 points. Hairston was 16 points. You go over to the Cougar side, Olivia Hedrick had 15 points. Uh, Mackenzie Brezovic had 11. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, it's uh, going to set up an exciting uh, the an exciting matchup. I think really two exciting matchups because Jefferson is the only team I think that has the maybe the experience to potentially beat Spring Mills. Potentially, it's still going to be a very very tough task. Uh, I know they got a lot of height though, and that's something that Spring Mills doesn't really have. But everybody on the Spring Mills team can shoot the ball and give 100% effort whenever they're on the floor and that wears another team down over time and you really saw that yesterday when it came to uh, Martinsburg no matter who was on the floor for Spring Mills uh, that pressure was just too much for the Bulldogs but the Bulldogs get to now refocus and try to beat Washington again it's a exciting matchup we got to see it I need to do a little more uh, research into that game because I'm trying to remember correctly if uh, Rivera played in that first meeting or not between Washington and Martinsburg when Martinsburg got the win and then the other time around I know for a fact that she did and it was a 71-50 win for Washington so you need obviously Fitzpatrick to score the ball at the level that she's capable of uh, we got to see her with a pretty solid night the last night and then a solid night against Hedgesville but not just her you need Strovo to do well you need uh if Green can do what she did last night too that'd be awesome and Rivera did play in that first game okay that was a 35-33 victory for the Bulldogs Cadence Bradley needs to have a better night offensively too if they want to beat Washington but she only did score six points the leading scorer was Hairston so yeah 
So we'll we'll look at that going down the line, um, and uh, we'll kind of preview next week. We'll preview the other regionals. Who else could be in Charleston with two of these local teams? Uh, but before we hit the break here, obviously we're going to talk about our game that we'll have tonight on TV10. That's Martinsburg's final game of the year as they host Broadford and Christian Academy. It's senior night for the Bulldogs as they'll honor a few seniors, uh, two seniors that uh, were added to the team midseason. Uh, but guys, you're on the call tonight. What is your? Uh, what are you looking forward to this game? This is the second match of the season between these two teams. Well, I think from Martinsburg's perspective, first of all, uh, it's a good chance to get a win. This is a broad fording team that uh, has made some improvements from last season to this season, I think, with some of their performances. They have some experience. They have a lot of guys that were on the team last year. But um, they're still a team that, you know, obviously has had some really tough losses, losing to Hedgesville 76-10. to um, Some of their scores haven't been all that great, but they have played well as of late. They, they've won two of their games recently. They beat Berkeley Springs the other day. Um, so they're a team that has gotten a little bit better, but I still think Martinsburg probably wins this one by 20-plus tonight. Um, as long as they focus and, and lock in, that's been kind of the issue. And also we know Martinsburg's kind of played down to its opponents a few times. So you can't take this uh, Brown Fording team lightly if you're the Bulldogs. And uh, overall, I think it's for Martinsburg it's a chance to send Avion Blackwood and Jameer Hunter to your seniors out with wins on their senior days so you really gotta uh, lock in you know play consistent and and not play down to your opponent I think if you're the Bulldogs you should be fine yeah you you need to be able to pay attention to detail tonight and fine-tune some things that you want to really emphasize to bring success uh, come next week when you have to go to Hedgesville and try to pull off an upset in the sexual sectional excuse me semi-final there um for martinsburg and with that it'd be it's going to be tough we know that you don't want to overlook broadfording christian and pay attention to detail tonight and work on some things that you want to focus on yeah and uh, we'll have the game for you tonight 7 p.m pregame 7 30 ish tip off and uh We'll, add, uh, we'll have senior night festivities on the air as well. Uh, before we hit the break, though, uh, we talked yesterday about Jordan Camby from Martinsburg Baseball signing to play at uh, the college level as uh, another player from Martinsburg will play in the college level as well. Just getting word this morning, Landon Siffert, he is going to go to Frederick Community College to continue uh, playing baseball. So congratulations to him. Also last night, saw word on Facebook that uh, Hedgesville's Paige Richard M- Richmond has signed with D2 Concord to continue her volleyball and academic career. So best of luck to both of those. We'll have, obviously, baseball season still coming up, but volleyball season thus has ended. Uh, that was a fall sport, so congratulations to Paige Richmond and Landon Sifford for getting ready to play at the next level. Yeah, congratulations to them. It's always great to see, and uh, hopefully more players uh, in their senior years come out and commit so that we can recognize them too. All right, that will do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online, they'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, don't take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk some college hoops. Shepard in action tomorrow for their final game of the regular season. Men will have the playoffs to look forward to. Unfortunately, the women won't. We'll talk WVU hoops as well. And, uh, heck, let's throw a little Marshall hoops in there as they've got the uh, – little bit tonight that they could do and uh, in their first season in a new conference they could do something pretty big we'll talk about that after this two minute break you're tuning the sports mix on talk radio wr and tv 10 back in two minutes 
will blow it. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. We're talking with Martinsburg CPA, Ken Apple. Ken, should I concentrate on paying as little taxes as possible this year? Well, Rob, I want to pay the least taxes possible over my lifetime, and that might mean paying a little more taxes today than I'm legally required to by making a contribution to a Roth IRA, for example, instead of a traditional IRA. Because if I'm going to be in a higher tax bracket down the road, it not only affects my taxes, but could affect how much I pay for my Medicare insurance. Ken, how do we reach you for more information? You can reach me at 304-263-1100. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us here. So we're back for the second segment. Let's talk some Shepherd Hoops. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but they are taking their. Final game tomorrow. It's on the road as they face Cutstown. The women's basketball team, final game of their season as they look to potentially finish on a high note and get their second win of the season, guys. But Cutstown is a formidable opponent. Yeah, especially on the women's side. Uh, the Golden Bears are usually a pretty solid program, so it will be a tough game for Shepard, like we said. But I think for this team, like we uh, talked about the other day with the Shippensburg game, where did they make their progress from the first time they played Kutztown to now? There's a 33-point loss for the Rams. Right, and they made a lot of progress from the first game against Shippensburg until now. So can they do that? Can they potentially make it a lot closer? And then you never know. Maybe you pull off an upset, but probably going to be a loss for Shepard. But uh, at least I think they've had some positives over the last couple of weeks. Obviously got the win against Mansfield. Um have played better basketball as of late and they're heading into the off season i think with some things to build on for next year which is is what you're really looking to at this point final game of the season show some improvement you know lay it all on the line because you got nothing to lose and you never know what could happen but it's it's going to be very tough obviously for Shepard going on the road to beat the golden bears in the women's basketball it's your last uh opportunity to 
make a statement to be on the roster next year, even though the entire core is going to be here from this team and potentially transfer portal still care minor, but you want to do well in your final game. So coach keeps you right. You don't want somebody to transfer in and take your spot. You want to be somebody that gets to keep your spot. So if you perform well and do that, you got to hold on to that because we know a one win team that there's going to still be some changes in this group. You're, you're, not happy with how this season went you can't be even though you made strides overall you have to be disappointed and find ways to fix it yeah that is a good point now we'll move to the men's side uh obviously the men on thursday for shepherd they got the 65 or 60 to 55 victory uh to um clinch this spot in the eastern division as a six seed over shippensburg and that spot was clinched over Cutstown. Cutstown men's set ten and seventeen on the year. They're only five and nine at home. So Shepard has a good chance to go out of the regular season with some momentum. Yeah, uh, you know Shepard defeats Shippensburg the other night, so that locks up the spot. Um, and you don't have to worry about the Cutstown Golden Bears, who are obviously coming in um, playing really good basketball right now. And if Shepard was coming in on a big losing streak, and this was four. A trip to the PSAC tournament, you know, all the pressure would really be on Shepard because it cuts down a couple of weeks ago. Probably didn't think that they would have that opportunity. Um, and then, you know, it would have been in front of them. But in this case, since Shepard did knock off Shippensburg, everything's good. They're in the tournament. And now you're just playing to continue your momentum. I still think you want to obviously come out and win this game. But if you've had some guys we know have had been dealing with some injuries we don't know when john preston will be back if it was potential that he could play in this game if they needed him to uh then maybe they would play him but in this case you know you probably rest a guy like that uh you make sure that your team's healthy heading into the tournament but i think this is legitimately a team that can make a run in the east division because of how the matchups play out they've been competitive against every team toward the top but you need a good win, I think, to end the regular season against a Kutztown team that has been playing really good basketball. Just knocked off East Strasburg the other day, so you know they are a solid group. And uh, a big win on Saturday on the road on a senior day uh, would give Shepard a ton of momentum, I think, for the tournament and put them in a much better spot, even though we feel like they're in a decent spot based on how they've played all regular season. But can they play at a consistent level, which will be key. But Overall, the game doesn't matter too much besides a momentum thing. Yeah, it's solely momentum because you can't go up or down in the standings. You're stuck in that sixth spot, so focus on allowing guys to get healthy. It's going to be a tough test either way on the road against Cudstown, who's got a five-game winning streak right now. So I'm happy that Shepard was able to beat Chippensburg, and they didn't have to worry about this game being for that final playoff spot because if it came down to that, the way Cutstown was playing, I, th- I think they'd get the win and be that final spot over Shepard. But now Shepard has it. You can relax and focus on being a team to compete in the tournament. Yeah, that is a good point. That game will be tomorrow for men's, I believe, at 3 p.m. Women's at 1 p.m. You can watch on the PSAC Digital Network. Uh, let's move on to Mountaineer basketball there and getting ready for their final, what, two games, three games of the regular season. They're 
be at number three Kansas tomorrow, 4 p.m. tip-off. 3 p.m. we'll have it on the airwaves for you on 106.5 FM AM 740 with the Mountaineer Sports Network pregame coverage. And then 4 p.m. the tip-off. Number three Kansas, that's going to be a tough game to get, Colin. Yeah, it is. They haven't won in the fog, and I don't think they're going to, even though it would be great and solidify a spot in March Madness. I just want to see them compete because they got embarrassed by Kansas, and they have been for a while now, home and away, against the Jayhawks, which is a good team. They are potentially a team that could go back-to-back in national championships this year. It's not a... uh, unbelievable task for Kansas they are playing a really good basketball team that you see time and time again at the top of the Big 12 but if Stevenson can uh, get hot and have another big like 30 point game maybe WVU competes and you see Mitchell and Bell do well but when you go into the fog you got to stay out of foul trouble and you got to somehow compete with Kansas which even if you're in the lead at halftime somehow it always seems like the Jayhawks in the second half have a surge that surpasses any opponent that they play, and next thing you know, they're up by 20 instead of being down by 20. We saw it against TCU last week for the Jayhawks. So it's going to be tough. It'd be great to win, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, if you want to watch that game, it'll be on ESPN proper tomorrow as they face the number four team, number three team in the country, uh, Kansas. Uh, Nick, your thoughts? Obviously, it's going to be a tough game for WVU. They've struggled against the Jayhawks, like Colin said. I mean, Colin pretty much gave us the breakdown there of of this being a very tough matchup for WVU. And uh, they're still in the bubble, correct, Colin? Because you said... Yeah, they're um, the last four by right now, not last four. And so I guess a positive is I don't think losing this hurts you. No, it Winning really it will hurt. help. Losing won't hurt. What will hurt you more is if those other teams on the bubble win. Right, yeah, and depending and on think who they beat, obviously. You need to take one of your final three games. I'd love for him to take two to make you feel I, more but comfortable. I feel like it'll but be yes, tough. If you take one of the final three, you're in. you might be in depending on how you do in the tournament still. Yeah, right, but you, I think you if lose you lose first all round three, of the Big 12 tournament, it's not good. I think if you lose all three of these games, which – by looking at it technically without you know going oh, doing possible, the numbers yeah. you're facing number three team number 23 team and number 14 team right now you're kind of looking like the only one that you may have a chance to win is that iowa state game but it's uh, but on that's the road. on the road the final home game you have is against kansas state uh you did beat iowa state at home though by five earlier in the season earlier this month yeah. So, I mean, who knows? But uh, if you got to at least take one of those three games, because I think it's hard to see them in the tournament unless they win the conference tournament, obviously. Right. Then you get an automatic bid. And- but it, it would be hard for me to see them in the NCAA tournament, lose all three, and you lose in like the second round of the, of the yeah. conference tournament. Yeah. But again, we'll have all the coverage for you. Nick? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, we've talked about it before. I think they need to get a big win and um, – I would I would agree with Spencer. I think if you win one or two, you're probably in. Conference tournament would matter, but I don't think anybody's expecting WVU to win the conference tournament. So I'm not sure how much it matters. I mean, a bad loss in the first round would definitely hurt. But again, it just kind of depends on how the other bubble teams do. I think though, a big win over one of these top 25 teams, uh, especially if it's Iowa State or, or Kansas, then then you're probably in. 
we'll, yeah. but we'll have to wait and see. Well, the other team here in the Mountain State in Division One basketball is on the other side of things in their conference, as they are tied for at the top of the league or at the top of their regular season. Uh, they're in the Sun Belt Conference. That's Marshall as they're tied with Southern Miss at 13 and 14 in Sun Belt. Play a win tonight as they shift things to Friday at Old Dominion. It's at 7 p.m. A win clinches the herd to share the the Sun Belt regular season championship, the number one seed in the conference tournament, and the league's automatic bid into the NT, NIT tournament, barring a uh, win in the conference tournament. But uh, Marshall's Talk about a turnaround team from last year. I mean, you look at Marshall last year. How many games did they win, I think, total? Maybe like eight? I'm not sure exactly, certain exactly, but I think it was more than eight. But it wasn't a very good season uh, for the Marshall Thundering Herd. I think they won like 13 games probably. But, um, you know, this season has been really good in the Sun Belt, even though they don't have any great wins in the non-conference, which is what's going to hurt them if 12 they 12 and 21. Okay. I said 13, so yeah. pretty close there. But uh, <laughs> what I was going to say is if if they had had some better wins in non-conference, there could be a little bit of an argument for them to at least be a bubble team in, in terms of if they don't win the conference. But I believe right now they have them as a 12 seed, according to ESPN, on uh, Joe Lenardi. So that's barring a winning the uh, Sunbelt tournament, which will be tough. And it's not guaranteed for Marshall, but it has been a good turnaround season. Tavion Kins hoping that they make some sort of tournament run because he's approaching John Elmore's record Well, for most career points. Barring he, I think he's 37 points away right now. Okay. So, barring two bad games in the in their first game in the conference tournament and tonight's game, he should get it. Right. What's yeah. the average? Like 20-something. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it should take two games. Right. But, I mean, that's pretty crazy because I remember when Elmore broke that, I didn't think anybody would. But, obviously, I didn't know COVID was going to be a thing at the time and didn't know Tavion would get another year. And I remember Andrew Rogers and I sitting there and being like, if anybody does it, it could be Tavion. We were like, well, he averages this, this. If he can yeah. get his average up. And then, obviously, you got the fifth year of eligibility, which I hope. But John played five years, so it makes it, I guess, fair and uh, pretty crazy to see. So, um two of the better basketball players in Marshall history in, in recent times. And, uh, you know, hopefully the Thundering Herd can make some sort of run. And Tavion stuck around when he could have left for the draft a few years ago. People thought he had a chance to be, you know, a late first or early second round pick. But then things kind of, I guess, didn't quite work out that way. But he's going to get his degree and, uh, you know, play at least overseas at the very least, maybe even in the G League. And the guy can jump out of the gym if you haven't seen his highlights or seen uh, some of his dunks on YouTube or anything like that. I mean, he's a very entertaining player to watch. So to see him in March Madness, I think, would be really fun, uh, even if you're not a Marshall fan. Yeah, and going back here, you talk about Tavion Kinsey. He averages 22.2 points a game. That's good for sixth in the NBA. NBA. And his- or excuse me, NCAA. <laughs> Sorry, good for you were talking about him going to the NBA potentially uh, in the NCAA. And uh, Andrew Taylor, his running mate there in the backcourt, he averages twenty point one points, number twenty two in the nation. Uh, I believe they're the top scorers among uh, two players 
I believe they top the list if you combine your top two players in scoring uh, in the whole NCAA Division One uh, level. So that's pretty cool to see as it seems to be a resurgent year under Dan D'Antoni after a bad year and people were kind of calling for him to leave. Yeah, I mean, people had thought that he had kind of lost his touch, but uh, the big thing has been the addition of Micah. Uh, Han Logden. Yeah, he's been – he has some NBA hopes. People like his game quite a bit. A 6'9 forward that gets double-digit rebounds, and uh, he's been a beast, and I think he's really helped. I mean, Taylor and Kinsey were already leading the team. You throw in you know, him and, and – Obina and Billy Chilling and Achilles Chilling. Chilling. Yeah, I can't say his name now. But the Chapmanville kid, he's he's done a nice job uh with Marshall. So they've um really grown as a team. It's been good to see. But again, their non conference schedule wasn't the best, so they're gonna need um to win this tournament to have any shot at making the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they are. And uh big game big day tomorrow of college hoops on the airwaves uh of Talk Radio WRNR begins at 11:45 a.m. Pre-game coverage from Westwood One's college basketball cover. Excuse me, college basketball coverage. Villanova hosts Creighton at 12 p.m. Then we'll talk. We talked already. WVU travels to number three Kansas. Pre-game coverage for the Mountaineer Sports Network will begin at three. Tip off at four, and then the night wraps up with Westwood One's coverage once again. Gonzaga hosts St. Mary's 9:45 pre-game coverage. Tip at 10 p.m. So. If you're driving around tomorrow and want to listen to some college hoops, tune into 106.5 FM AM 740. But that'll wrap things up for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by our senior's home store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and it's family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. Go to Orsinis.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk uh, NFL news. Uh, potentially the commander's going to get bought by kind of who everybody thought was. Uh, Bobby Wagner out in L.A. Plus, uh, apparently, Russell Wilson wanted something happening before he left the uh, the Seahawks. Didn't get that happening. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're in the sports mix on Talker to WRNR. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Shenandoah Community Health continues to offer COVID vaccinations and clinics each Saturday throughout the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. The COVID vaccinations and boosters are free to anybody age 12 and up. To find out more, call 304-263-4999 or visit Shenandoah Community Health's website. Get your COVID vaccination or booster free to anybody age 12 and up at any of the Saturday clinics hosted by Shenandoah Community Health in the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. Call 304-263-4999 today. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
WV Medicine is pleased to announce the relocation of our Berkeley Medical Center outpatient rehabilitation services to 1002 Tavern Road. This move gives Martinsburg Physical Therapy and Rehabilitation more room, more convenient parking, and a covered drive-up drop-off area. WV Medicine will continue to offer physical, occupational, and speech therapies for both adult and pediatric patients, as well as specialized services. For more info on this new location and services provided there, call 304-264-1214. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us here. We get into some NFL news. It appears that, alone and behold, Jeff Bezos will make a bid on the Washington Commanders. After all, it was that was all the talk before, uh, right after the announcement was made that uh, Commanders would sell, and then the bid never came in when they the first round of bids uh, were out. And uh, alone and behold, uh, apparently he has hired an investment firm to consider a bid on the Commanders. I was waiting for my mic to be on. Sorry. Me too. You guys were talking when I was coming back, so I couldn't. Uh, no, we weren't. Always trying to blame us for yeah. your problems. But if Bezos buys the commanders, will Amazon still have football rights? They should. Biased. They just won't put the commanders on more than one game. I don't know. Well, I'm just kidding. I have to see for that. But um, Washington Commanders TV Network, Amazon Plus. It, it was later told when... Um, we didn't see an initial bid from Bezos for the Washington Commanders that he was potentially going to swoop in at the last second once he saw what else was out there. Now the uh, latest update to coincide is that Dan Snyder has come out and said that uh, he, he's not selling for anything less than $6 billion. But I feel like we knew. So, which obviously Bezos has, right? That That's basically pocket change. I wouldn't him. say pocket change. He's for definitely him? got it. Does he need Jay-Z, though? Because the whole thing was Jay-Z and him would team up. and. I mean, if he wants Jay-Z. He's got to have somebody to come in there and run day-to-day, because I don't see Jeff Bezos running day-to-day as the owner of a team. He's got he's only yeah, too, many other, too much other well, stuff. You don't want to uh, wear yourself too thin. The president but. does. What? The CEO of the team does. Or, I'm sorry, the GM. That would Jason be the Wright. person that ends, runs the day-to-day in terms of what's going on with the franchise. Yeah, but I'm talking about Football like it has the office in there and stuff like that, so it would be interesting I mean, Bezos' see. net worth is $119 billion, yeah, so that is billion would be kind of pocket, pocket change. change for him. But I also know that like net worth isn't actually like how much money you have, right? but that's like the best way we could tell without looking at his bank account it'll be interesting to see what happens though uh still no official word uh from the commanders about uh deron Payne being franchise tacked they still do have a few days but that's kind of been the rumor jay-z wants to buy the commanders like the rap go in with yeah so that when when they when it was floated out that uh that the commanders when they hired bank of america securities uh dan snyder did to explore the sale there's a bunch of people rumored there's a bunch of teams rumored, or a bunch of people rumored, and the f- rumor was you have built Jay Z up with uh, Bezos. I don't know if that if that's <laughs> that's a weird combination. I don't know it if is. that's because uh, Jay Z had the Rock Nation 
Yeah. And he kind of owned the who do you own the yeah, Nets. Nets at one time. So I mean, I think that's why because he's owned a professional sports team or had ownership in one before. So you want somebody that's had that because Jeff Bezos obviously has not had a professional sports team owned by him so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he could uh, figure it out some sort of way, but anything's better than Dan Snyder, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah. That is true. All right, uh, more NFL news. This came out, I believe, Wednesday, but it kind of hasn't didn't really pop up until yesterday. Uh, the L.A. Rams and Bobby Wagner cut ties. Uh, pretty interesting there because he had a pretty good year on the field. Yeah, and it's after that only year being his only year as a Ram. It, it's surprising. He's a very talented player and a guy I feel like any team in the league would love to have on their roster he hasn't really fell off yet he might be declining slightly but it's still production that um will help your team and not be a liability for your well, team I think they mutually parted ways I think it has to do with the fact that the Rams seem to be heading back into some sort of mode and also or maybe more of a retool and I think that they have some money to some veteran players that they know is hurting them. So they knew Bobby Wagner probably didn't have any trade value. Um, he wanted to probably, you probably want to do right by him, letting him explore free agency and go to a contender if that's what he decides to do. So I think uh, that's probably the reasoning for this. The Rams have a old defense, an old team overall, because they went all in for that one Super Bowl, and they probably only are going to get that at least in the next couple of years. But I mean, that's the trade-off that you pay, and I think a lot of people would say, well, it was probably worth it, right? And, uh, you know, we'll see because I don't think the Rams are going to be much next year either because I don't know what's going to happen with Matt Stafford. Uh, Aaron Donald, I'm sure, could retire if he decides to do that. He Which had a he down year. did it for a minute, and then he didn't. Right, so, you know, there's definitely a team there in, in the Rams. There's rumors that they could be trading Jalen Ramsey, which makes a lot of sense. But this Will the they re-sign is, Baker? I think they they might if he can start. I know Mayfield probably wants an opportunity to start somewhere. I saw an article, too, that he might go to the Ravens. Yeah, I did, I did yeah. see that when I just looked up Baker Mayfield because we were talking about the Rams, and I was like, well, Baker Mayfield came in and played pretty good quarterback for them when he had to last year, and it said Ravens named as the landing spot, so that's it. interesting. Yeah, I think if he doesn't get a starting job, I think Baltimore could be a good place for him because he could be the backup. He has good relations uh, with the organization already. Steve Bashotti went down and hugged Baker Mayfield when he played the Ravens this year for the Panthers. You don't see the owner of a team hugging a player that never played for the organization before. So That is true. And he's got a really good work. He works out with Lamar sometimes in the offseason. So, you know, I think that'd be a, a, a good addition if they wanted him as their backup quarterback with the risk of Lamar Jackson being injured and uh, his relationship already with the team I think it would be a solid pickup but uh, that would obviously have to do with one if Baker gets another opportunity where he could potentially go and start somewhere Um, but he did play well for the Rams and and he could stay in LA but I don't know if he's going to want to stay if Stafford's going to be guaranteed as the starter yeah, very good point there. Here we'll wrap up this NFL segment. Uh, story comes out this morning around 7.45 a.m. Russell Wilson pushed to have Seahawks coach Pete Carroll fired before his departure from Seattle, according to a report from 
the athletic through the Denver Broncos, though the Denver Broncos quarterback subsequently denied doing so on social media in a tweet that said in part, I love Pete and he was a father figure to me and John believed in me and drafted me as well. I never wanted them fired. All, all any of us wanted was to win. I'll always have respect for them and love for Seattle. I don't know, but uh, obviously rumors have to come from somewhere. Yeah, I'm kind of like 50-50 on this. I'm sure he probably had some issues with Pete Carroll there toward the end. It's pretty obvious that they did based on how Carroll has talked about some of the things Wilson would do over the last year. But I think overall, that respect and their relationship is still there. The fact that, like he said, you know, they drafted him, they gave him an opportunity, they believed in him. And they're a big reason why Russell Wilson was a successful quarterback in this league so and probably a future hall of famer even though his career in Denver hasn't gotten off to a great start um you know i think all that stuff plays a factor but probably the rumor there was probably a point last or two seasons ago where russell wilson was frustrated with pete carroll and maybe something did come from that but overall i think russell's probably being honest now in terms of how he feels about pete carroll now looking back on it right so I think it's probably a little bit of both, and there probably is some truth to that story, but overall I don't think it matters too much now because they're not working together anymore. So both guys got what they want, and Pete Carroll has done better without Wilson than Wilson did without him. So. Yeah, Quick take, it, it, it's tough to know which side to take, especially with how weird Russell Wilson has been lately, kind of more trying to, I feel like, save face than worry about on-field performance and the lack thereof for him so this just adds another distraction to his career all right that will do it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by parsons ford ken parsons ford and martinsburg they became number one by making you number one first go to parsonsford.com for more on the other side of this break we'll wrap things up the capitals are officially sellers here ahead of the deadline i believe march 2nd or 3rd coming up next week uh, we'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stevens Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. 
Find that new Chevy truck or SUV you've been searching for right here at CMA Chevrolet of Martinsburg. With over 100 new Chevys in stock, you have options. We have the Silverados, Equinoxes, and more to meet your needs. And we are not selling over MSRP. Get power and fuel efficiency with the all-new Silverado 1500 LTD. Space and savings on a new Equinox. And that's not all. Every new Chevrolet has a lifetime powertrain warranty. And did we mention we are not selling over MSRP? Find new roads at CMACHevroletofMartinsburg.com, where owners just care more. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM at 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304 263 Stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you here. And uh, it's, uh, it's that time, Colin. Unfortunately, the Capitals came to a realization yesterday they probably aren't going to make the playoffs. And I think they did the right thing. Because I think they dumped some stuff that that salary and you know players that weren't going to resign because they had trouble resigning Orlov, and you know might have been the right time, but it's the first time since February two thousand and seven since they sold at the deadline yesterday a a, tr- a trade with the Bruins. Uh, they sent Dmitry Orlov and Garnett Hathaway, and they received forward Craig Smith, a first round pick in twenty twenty three. Uh, a third round pick in 2024 and a second round pick in 2025. Uh, the uh, Washington retained 50% of Orlov's salary as part of the trade. And um, it's pretty interesting, but I think it was the right time to do so. I do too. And it, it obviously sucks as a fan because uh, those two guys on the cup team, the motion of that run in. 2018 and now there's only seven guys left uh in the organization from that team but yeah it needs to be done the only way this team's going to get better in the future is if they start getting younger you need to blow it up this team honestly right now flat out sucks you're on a six game losing streak it's embarrassing and the most frustrating one i think has to be last night you're at home against the ducks who has the worst record in the NHL, injuries on top of that, and you still can't win when you outshoot them, double the amount of shots, and you lose 4-2. The defense is horrible. A goalie that was a Stanley Cup winner last year in Darcy Kemper, horrible. He's a bum in Washington for some reason. I'm not going to go there. Am I wrong? Did you I'm expect? Uh, did you expect a poor performance this entire season from him? No. After his run last year with Colorado. No, but it tends to happen. You have one good season, you get a contract, and you know. It, it's not fun. Yeah, it's now six straight losses for the Capitals. They'll back. They're back in action tomorrow when they host the Rangers at one p.m. Then they'll host, or then they'll travel to Buffalo to take on the Sabers Sunday at one p.m. We'll have that game for you Sunday, twelve forty-five pregame with the 1 p.m. puck drop. Then they go to the West Coast uh, beginning next Wednesday, but we'll begin to wrap things up right now. The Wizards, they're back in action tonight after a lengthy time off after the All-Star break. Uh, they host the Knicks, uh, Nick. Yeah, hopefully they can uh, get some things going here. On the other side of this All-Star break, uh, they're healthy right now. They've been playing better basketball, so and they're in the playoff 
pitcher in terms of the play in games. So they're in, they have a chance to at least make the postseason this year, and we'll see what can happen from there. All right, that will do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Again, we'll have uh, Martinsburg Basketball Senior Night tonight on TV10, Talk Radio WRNR, and on WRNR TV on YouTube. They host Broad 40 Christian Academy. Pre-game coverage begins at 7 p.m., tip-off set for 7.30. Then it'll be a triple header of basketball games tomorrow as uh, it'll be Westwood One's coverage with uh, some basketball going on tomorrow. And then the Mountaineers take center stage. And then Sunday you can tune into some hockey. But that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For our intern, Gerald Wright. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini. I'm Spencer Priest saying so long. We'll talk to you on Monday and tonight for some Martinsburg Hoops. (laughs) 